Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I did not know he was on the board of that company. I've never discussed my business or their business, my sons or daughters. I never discussed a single thing with my son about anything having to do with Ukraine. I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business. I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. That is looking increasingly provably untrue. The folks on the House Oversight Committee, including James Comer, are going after the president hard. I don't know if I agree with the, with the provably untrue part, but as Jonathan Turley was pointing out, how is the media not interested in the information that millions of dollars filtered through 17 LLCs to nine Biden family members from foreign sources? Isn't that all you need to start digging in? Good God. Throw those numbers at us again. (laughs) I know. It's amazing. Many millions of dollars filtered through 17 LLCs to nine different Biden family members, all from foreign sources. Right. With no real explanation as to why. 
Yeah, and and it's so clear when you're trying to hide a, a transaction how you do it. You pass the revenue through a bunch of shell corporations. It's as old as time, and it looks very, very much like that's what the Biden administration, or I'm sorry, the Biden family has been doing. Uh, we can get to some of the particulars. Uh, I, you know, I don't even have any interest or excitement for pointing out the hypocrisy of the media, but when the Trump organization was openly... Uh, running hotels and golf courses, the media freaked out that maybe somebody might stay at a Trump property because that would please Trump and curry favor with him. And that was just utterly unacceptable. And all of that was completely out in the open. But they don't have much interest in this yet. That's something. To that information that came out yesterday about the millions and all the LLCs and now nine Biden family members, which is several more than had ever been reported before, as is written in the wide world of news, if you're wondering why Trump is doing so well, all you need to do is look at the New York Times and how they framed this latest information from the House Investigatory Committee. House Republican report finds no evidence of wrongdoing by President Biden, is their headline. Wow. Mark Halpern writes, this is the kind of headline that pushes the red members of the Gang of 500 and lots and lots of Republicans independents who are otherwise not inclined to be MAGA, into the arms of Donald J. Trump. The fact that the story itself chronicles some of the House results uh, later in the story does not solve the problem. In some ways, it makes it worse, which I would agree. The fact that you bury way into the story the millions of dollars, all the LLCs, and how many Biden members have been getting rich off of foreign countries, Mm -hmm. but your headline is no wrongdoing by the president? Who are you trying to kid? Right, it's like Christopher and Polly Walnuts are caught with bloody knives, 10 pounds of cocaine, and jewels from a recent heist, and the headline is, No Proof of Tony Soprano Wrongdoing. That's a bizarre headline. Right. Great, Scott. Let's go to Nancy Mace, a Republican congresswoman from South Carolina, clip 61. Lie after lie after lie. The president in the 2020 election denying that his family made any money off of communist China. We showed today, via bank records, black and white data, information on spreadsheets, where money was siphoned off from communist China through a shell company and then into the back pockets of Biden family members. Roll on, big mama. (laughs) Next clip. And so this ought to be investigated. The mainstream media should be asking these questions. And in fact, when Watergate happened, it was the media that was doing the investigation. And instead now, Congress, we're giving the media literally all the facts. And they're asking us, where's the evidence? It's literally in the bank account records we showed you today. It's insane to me that they just want to turn their backs on the American people, pretend our country's not for sale, and see this happen over and over again. And the evidence, the bank records we showed today, also illustrated that the Biden family, they were getting about one-third cut out of all of these deals over and over again from our adversaries around the world. Yeah, she's right. You would think you could say to investigative reporters, here's here here's just a couple of points for you. Millions of dollars, 17 LLCs, nine Biden family members, all foreign sources. Go! And that they would just run to the door looking to dig into that and sink their teeth into trying to figure out what's going on there. But nope. I think they might. If Donald Trump had announced, you know, I'm just going to run hotels and golf courses and enjoy my life. Then they might have a little taste for it. But they are damn near fully back on where the resistance uh, footings. Hmm. That, that is, is quite the deal. 
Remember Dick Morris, old toe-sucking Dick Morris? Isn't that what he did? Or hired somebody to... Somebody's toes got sucked, yeah. Which, uh, which uh, I don't know. Is this 1950 in Alabama? You have the right to do that as consenting, uh, consenting adults. Sodomy to me. So uh, he was an advisor for Bill Clinton. Anyway, we've had him on the show many times, and he's written lots of books, and he's become a regular on Fox. Anywho, he wrote a book several years ago that we interviewed him about, about how all these families in Washington, D.C. make money. And he he went through the game of the ha- having your wife run a charity and your 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 son is involved in this pack and just all the different things you do to get money tentacles out there that's what this is yeah oh absolutely true yeah and and Bingo. i maintain that uh joe biden like the rest of america was convinced that uh, his career was at an end and got and so so he bold. could really push it got extra bold yeah can, exactly nobody While cares he was vice president nobody's yeah. gonna care what the former vice president was doing yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking I of... Could s- I could see how you could twist that justification in your mind, too. Like, I dedicated my entire life to public service. It's time for my family to get a little. Yeah. And yeah. and you know what? Uh, you would you would be... In your, when you're in government, even though almost everybody in government seems to end up rich somehow, even though they're... You know what their salary is, and it's not enough to be rich off of. Um uh, but you're hanging around a lot of rich people, so you got all these super rich business people coming to you for decades, asking for favors so they can become gazillionaires. And you're involved in all the policy and everything like that, but you're making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. I can mm-hmm. see how you could justify in your head, hey, how come they all get to be gazillionaires and I'm just a, a, kind of a regular person in Washington, D.C.? It's time for me to get to cash in finally. Sure, yeah, and if you're a guy like Biden who stays in office till he's eighty plus, you can't wait till you're out of office to get to call in all those favors that you've accumulated through the years. So he found a way to route it through his kids and relatives and cousins and brother and and whatever else. Speaking Bingo. of corrupt, uh, corrupt nine, politicians, nine family members—that's a lot. Yeah. yeah, tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, speaking of corrupt uh, politicians, uh, Michael, do we have a commercial on the schedule here? Don't you usually shout that in our ears? Nothing here, really. What's it, the schedule you gave me? It's an act of, it's a work of fiction. Is this Moby Dick over here? Should I read it aloud to my kids at bedtime? <laughs> I anyway, they, I think they would find it boring, and your kids are a little old for you to be reading them at bedtime. They would probably say, "Dad, why the hell are you here? Why didn't you tell me this you were is, coming to this town?" It's creepy. Right. So anyway, uh, back to the theme, corrupt politicians, your description of how they get rich reminded me immediately of Gavi Newsom, the most likely Democratic candidate for president in 2024. What? Far more likely than Joe Biden. What the hell is going on? Anyway, uh, Gavi boy and his wife have the greatest racket gone. She has this fake charity that produces these ultra woke movies in which Gavi stars as the voice of progressive brilliance, and then they sell them and lease them to schools to indoctrinate the children, and then they take giant donations from all the political left movers and shakers in California. Tremendous amounts of money. It's really a well-run scam, and I salute (laughs) them for it. Uh, But we have been talking for a while about how uh, there's a game of chicken being played in Cal Unicornia where this uh, reparations committee keeps coming out with these elaborate and weirdly specific uh, plans for how much money 
anybody who's a descendant of slaves or a black person or whatever, and, and it's a little complicated, their standards, but you get $2,342 per year you've lived in California because of over-incarceration or something like that. And it's Even weird. If you course. and nobody you're related to has ever been incarcerated. Weird, of course, that it's starting in one of the least slavey states in the country. Right, right. And indeed, a state like the whole country that's poured trillions of dollars into trying to help black people get ahead and and all sorts of other people. But uh, anyway, in that figure, uh, the payments could reach as high as $1.2 million for a single recipient. Um, We've been talking about the game of chicken in which this reparations task force and their buddies in the corrupt legislature and their buddies in the progressive media keep touting this stuff. But it can't happen. It's idiotic. It's hilarious. The idea that those giant checks would start being written. Hundreds of billions of dollars. And everybody knows, anybody with any sense knows it can't happen. Meanwhile, though, they've been courting and and whipping up, particularly the black progressive part of the electorate, into thinking this is going to happen. And I've seen some of the meetings where various preachers and so-called activists and BLM people are talking about the check must be written, the debt must be paid. And these people actually think it's going to happen. Finally, Gavi realized, all right, this has gone far enough. <laughs> it's going to be a crack up no matter when I do it. But I better nip this cluster blank in the bud. So he came out the other day and he declined to endorse the cash payments. Telling news outlets that dealing with, oh, and this is this is some excellent political gobbledygook. If you are thinking of getting into politics, running for office, being a congressional aide, something, jot this down. This is some champion gobbledygook. The legacy of slavery is about much more than cash payments. The reparation task force's independent findings and recommendations are a milestone in our bipartisan effort to advance justice and promote healing. This has been an important process, and we should continue to work as a nation to reconcile our original sin of slavery and understand how that history has shaped our country. Does that mean we're not getting a check? That means you're not getting a check. That pretty much means you're not getting a check. <laughs> that and was... everyone knows it. I thought now, you... why don't you join me in Napa for an early dinner? I thought you oversold that. You did not. That was... <laughs> Some prime BS right there. And he pledged to continue to, quote, advance systemic changes that ensure an inclusive and equitable future for all Californians. But, and that me. actually, that is something real. The, the, the California state DEI thing is going to enshrine racial quotas and discrimination in every department of California government. But I'm sorry. So uh, I got I spaced out while you were talking there, Mr. Governor. When do I get my million-dollar check? Not going to happen. It's about much more than cash payments. It's about, I mean, I can repeat myself if you want, but it's nonsense, but uh, no cash, yeah. Uh, many of the recommendations put forth by the task force are critical action items. We've already been working to address, blah, 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 and this work must continue. It's about <laughs> more than cash payments. That's hilarious. I got to use that one in the future for a variety of things. Oh, yeah, that is some beautiful bull crap. This has been an important process, and we should continue to work as a nation. All right. <laughs> Wow! I got to tip my cap to that one. Uh, A pancreatic cancer vaccine? Wow! How huge would that be? Among other things we're going to talk about, stay with us. 
Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I you held on to those documents when you knew the federal government was seeking them and then had given you a subpoena to return them. Are you them. ready? Are you ready? Can I talk? Yeah, what's you the mind? answer? Can I, do you mind? I would like for you to answer the okay, question. Okay, it's very simple to That's answer. That's why I asked it. It's very simple to You're a nasty person, I'll tell you. Can you answer why you, very why simple. you held on to the documents? I was negotiating. To a crowd we that cheers? That's uh, hotelier Donald Trump on the Maury Povich show. <laughs> Or uh, what was the uh, Jerry Springer? Jerry, Jerry. The crowd (laughs) cheered. More on that coming up later. I'm still, I keep checking for the ratings. I don't know how long it takes to get the ratings. But uh, that's going to determine how much Trump's on TV. Well, they're uniformly crappy on CNN. Right. It had to be a boost. Oh, absolutely. MSNBC will stay uh, woke and and we're the resistance because that's their brand. But, yeah, it's it's back to 2016. Anyway, more on that to come. Another one of them, folks. We love them. I love them. You love them. University of Wisconsin-Madison paid $5,000 to a woman so she could develop a toolkit and curriculum around cultural appropriation. Turns out she's a fake Indian. Oh, no. <laughs> Another one of these. Uh, awarded a uh, residency to Kayla Claire, a woman recently exposed for faking her Native American ancestry 
She's the latest pretendian. <laughs> yes, I knew there was a term. I was trying to think of the term I came across the other day. Pretendians. Yes. Who profits by providing uh, providing art or expertise to universities, etc. All of blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, in her defense, she's an expert in cultural appropriation, whatever that may be. True. She's made a life of it. The Milwaukee Journal Sentinel reported Ms. LeClaire served as community leader in residence for the Center for Design and Material Culture, a residency d- dedicated to the development of a toolkit curriculum around cultural appropriation. I'm from South Dakota. I feel like I could be a fake Indian. I got blue eyes. That's a, that doesn't help. Yeah, although you could cook up a uh, a narrative. Yeah, in fact, it's easy. You cook up a narrative about the uh, blue-eyed colonialists right. who Oppression. raped your foremothers, sure. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's, it's effortless. Uh, I stare uh, into these blue eyes in the mirror every day, and I see hateful oppression. Wow, see, you're already good at it. Uh, LeClaire, who identifies as two-spirit, which is an indigenous term for identifying as both male and female, Looks like a female to me, by the way. Uh, previously criticized the university, University of Wisconsin-Madison, for raising a tribal flag at one point, calling the gesture performative and, again, cultural oh, what That sort of stuff. So she God, went around lecturing people. Get that crap out of here. <laughs> Let's see. Is there anything else I want to reject that crap like, uh, like uh, Draymond Green on uh, the unibrow last night up into the stands with your stupid that was performative whatever get that s out of here hockey match you're referring to or national Uh, basketball basketball association most recent more recently campus reform reported that university of california at berkeley professor elizabeth hoover said she can no longer claim native american ancestry because she has no proof she just heard it as a kid and thought it was true so another pretendian wow so smoking pot's a bigger deal for kids than we thought Oh, yeah. Legalizing pot disaster. Really? I'll be interested to hear this. If you missed an hour, grab the podcast. Armstrong and Getty on the band. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but... 
you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I've had the hiccups since last July, and I'm getting the medical procedure done the end of this week to try to remedy it. But I'm busy at the hospital sitting up with doctors poking me and shining lights down my throat and probing me every way they can to find out why I got these hiccups. So Have we figured it out? Hell no. I have done everything. It scare me, drink water upside down, smell the ass of a porcupine. It doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. That's maybe the greatest athlete of all time, Bo Jackson, who's had oh, hiccups wow. for dang near a year. Wow. I was about to say Bo doesn't know standing on his head with his spoon in the mouth, but apparently he's tried everything. <laughs> that what about the porcupine? Was, that was a new one on me. <laughs> Rather earthy. <laughs> I want to talk about the Trump town hall coming up a little bit and uh, whether or not it should be covered, whether or not CNN should have put him on. I'm a 100% yes, it's newsworthy. But boy, a lot of uh, center-left people are not. So, what was that you said earlier today about you? there should be a book on... What happened previous to it? There should be oh. a book on the actual town hall and then a book on the reactions. Yeah, I think it's so huge for for the moment we're in politically in this country about populism and media coverage and um, uh, what a negative polarization, which is basically the as long as the other side's for it, I'm against it. Doesn't really matter anything mm-hmm. else. Um, all that stuff is really interesting. Anywho, before we get to the new pot and the psychosis, suicidal thoughts, and scream vomiting that it can cause. That's right, I said scream vomiting. Wow, I've never done that, I don't think. Well, you haven't smoked enough of the new pot, apparently. Um, Scrometing. So we're talking a little bit about vaping earlier, and I was just saying that I need to get more up to speed on it, because I got a kid who's entered the teenage years, and it's time I know what is out there. Because I've, I've heard of vaping, but I didn't really know what it was. Anyway, we had a conversation about that. We got this text. In addition to being a small business owner, I have subjected myself to being a youth pastor for the last 13 years. Good for you. Um, with vaping, students are smoking way more than they ever did with cigarettes because of the convenience and the concealment. Ah, uh. Popcorn lung is a vaping side effect that sets on for, far earlier than long-term smoking side effects. I would say 90% of my students that vape are vaping THC. Wow. And there's also wax pens, which is another way of smoking that's popular with the youths. I don't know about this stuff. Wow. So concealment is handy. Okay. That makes perfect sense. Wow. So among the youngsters, it's 90% THC, he says. How interesting. Uh, Read this piece in, uh, well, it was Fox News, but it was an editorial written by Kevin Sabat. Uh, PhD, who is, what is his credential exactly? Um, president of uh, an organization, Smart Approaches to Marijuana, former three-time White House drug policy advisor and adjunct professor at Yale University. 
And I thought it was a very serious piece, very seriously written and made an impression on me. So uh, he writes, the data is in and it's become increasingly clear that the impacts of the commercial marijuana industry are even worse than we thought, particularly for America's young people. A new report released by uh, his organization shows the reality in pot legal states that paints a vastly different picture than the common sales pitch of the industry and supporters of legalization. The marijuana industry, which spent billions to lobby elected officials and bankroll legalization referendum campaigns, is following the playbook pioneered by Big Tobacco. They recognize that the road to big profits runs through the heaviest users. As such, they have increased potency of the drug by more than four times since 1998, hoping to hook kids while they're young and vulnerable. And the numbers show it's working. National Institute on Drug Abuse warned... Uh, past year, past month, and daily marijuana use, which is 20 or more occasions in the past 30 days, have reached the highest levels ever recorded among people aged 19 to 30. And the percentage of 8th, 10th, and 12th graders who use marijuana daily has more than tripled between 1991 and 2020. Now, I feel like this runs counter to so many other stats we've seen over the last however many years about young people... Drinking less, smoking pot less, having sex less, just all kinds of different things. It, I have never heard smoking pot less. Um, Why it runs counter to those other trends, I can't, I don't know. Well, and then how much of it would be, I feel like Sean would be saying this if he were here. Nobody was going to answer that question honestly, previous to it being legal, previous to the current mood about it. Fair enough. Fair criticism. Uh, let's see. He goes on to write, Daily marijuana use is indicative of a marijuana use disorder, also known as addiction to marijuana. For all the talk about how pot is not addictive in 2021, 1.3 million individuals between the ages of 12 and 17 had a marijuana use disorder, accounting for more than 46% of users in that age group. So about half of teenagers who smoke pot at all smoked it every day. Legalization also associated with a 25% increase in marijuana use disorder among them as well. Uh, the self-reporting part of it, the being honest uh, uh, part of it, that's the grain of salt to take these numbers with. But I still think it's pretty uh, pretty important. Well, it only makes sense that if a certain percentage of young people are interested in smoking pot before, now you don't have to know a criminal you don't have to. There's all kinds of things that you don't um, uh, barriers to entry that that aren't there anymore. Well, and just, you know, in my youth, if my parents had busted me with a beer, that was different than busting me with pot because the second one is illegal. I was breaking the law. You know, I get it. Underage drinking is illegal, but it's different. I think we all understand right, and, that. Well, yeah. And again, and you're not hanging around with people like you always say about drug dealers. You know, your your drug dealer might be like just kind of a regular guy in your dorm, but he knows a really bad guy, and that guy knows a guy who cuts people's heads off. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how quickly you get there, and th- that would never occur with beer. Well, now it doesn't have to occur with pot if you're buying legal pot. Although the uh, the illegal uh, market for pot has hardly declined in iota, especially yeah. in high regulation states like California. I wonder if, like, if your average high school kid, if they're smoking pot, if that came. Legally or uh, all those people at the so every time I drive by a dispensary, there's a line, and I always think, God, can't you not hire more people to keep the lines down? I mean, there's always a line literally out the door onto the lawn every time I drive by. But are all those people just buying for themselves, or are they selling it to people who want it? 
Uh, I probably not because that's the most expensive way to buy pot. Mm. You can get it much, much more cheaply uh, from your dealer. Uh, anyway, those supporters of legalization like to downplay the risks of marijuana. The drug costs more than seventy thousand individuals younger than eighteen to have marijuana-related emergency department visits in twenty twenty-one. More than seventy thousand. The industry told parents and politicians they would not target kids. That's turned out to be false. From pot tarts to stony patch kids, the packaging of edibles laced with high-potency THC often looks like traditional stack snacks. Not surprisingly, between 2017 and 21, there was a 1,400% increase in at-home exposure to marijuana edibles involving children younger than six. So I would point out that while I am not bothered by the fact that pot is now legal, it does seem that everything us right-wingers said about your arguments has turned out to be true. I would say that's largely correct, yeah. Yeah. A couple more stats. In 2021, uh, almost 11 million people admitted to driving under the influence of marijuana including uh, about one and a half million who are between the ages of 16 and 20. There were two and a half times more minors on the road under the influence of marijuana than were under the influence of alcohol. Uh, minors have also gravitated toward marijuana vapes. Uh, between 2017 and 20, uh, the percentage of 12th graders who vape marijuana increased from 9.5% to 22%. Among 10th graders, it went from 8% to 19%. One more. And among 8th graders, it increased from 3% to 8%. Oh. So... Here's something I have no idea of. All things being equal, and it might take a few years or a generation to get there, because pot still does have at least some of a stigma for having been uh, illegal for so long. Um, When that's completely gone and there's no stigma to pot whatsoever, and maybe there isn't with young people already, Um, uh, uh, all things being equal, do you think the average... 16-year-old who wants to check out would prefer pot or booze? Or are they or is that or is it completely different? Is it like, you know, ice cream or pie? Like they're not the same thing. Um I, I think they would choose pot. Because um you don't have to urinate? Well, yeah, that's it. The frequent urination is such a drag. No, it's a, it's it makes you high in a way that alcohol doesn't. Alcohol is lovely. I'm a fan. Um, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> but as as a youngster, um, I just they'd prefer to get high. From hmm. what I've observed. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's uh, although interesting. you know it, it, your results may vary, but. So a quick word from our friends and sponsors at HelloFresh. I wanted to, uh, I got to break out this picture. I took this the other night um, because it was so great. I wanted to tell you about it. Judy and I had Tuscan pork sausage and pepper spaghetti. If I had ordered it at a restaurant and paid $30 for it, I'd have said, wow, that's good. I'm going to get this the next time I come. Is that good from HelloFresh? Love the name of that. I don't think we make it clear enough, often enough, what HelloFresh is. It is having... um, a pre-prepared, not cooked yet meal come to your house. All the proportions are ready. The instructions are super easy, super, super fresh, and comes to your door, and then you fix meals, and there are 40 weekly recipes, for instance, and it's just a super easy, fast, healthy, much cheaper way to eat. 
And if you heard that dish I described and thought, boy, my kids wouldn't like that. Well, with HelloFresh, it's okay to be picky. They have fit and wholesome. They have family friendly. They have pescatarian veggie. They have meal plans that suit your unique lifestyle. And just the variety is the best part. So get 16 free meals plus free shipping with code Armstrong16 at HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong16. That's code Armstrong16 at HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong16. And you can cancel anytime you want or you go on vacation, you suspend it. It's super easy. Uh, Remember that code Armstrong16 at HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong16. Maybe if your kids are high, they'd eat anything. So There's that. Um, and, and I want to make clear uh, for folks who don't know, I was never like a fundamentalist anti-pot uh, guy. I smoked pot as a younger person. It never did me any good. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, but I don't look back on it and think, boy, that was a good idea. You know, one thing I realized that I, I said to my kids, um, kids, particularly my more social kids, is if you have like drinking buddies or pot smoking buddies, their friend is the pot. It's not you. you. As soon as you stop smoking pot, they're not going to be your friends anymore. Oh, I got. I can tell you stories about that. I mean. So many people I hang, hung around back when I drank, that ended 100% when I quit drinking. Mm-hmm. And yeah. If you want to smoke a little, that's fine with me. If you use it responsibly, that's none of my business. I'm a libertarian to my core. Um, I'm just worried about the kids. Right. How about scrometing? Scream vomiting? I prefer not to. That sounds you know messy. Here's an emergency physician in Colorado that says scrometing cases were rare several years ago. Now she's seeing one scrometing case a day. Because of the high potency of THC in your pot now, scrometing, of course, is shorthand for scream vomiting, a condition that inflicts patients who use marijuana with a high concentration of blah, blah, blah. I think you can guess what happens here. The condition is what it sounds like, screaming from nausea and vomiting at the same time. Scrometing. Whoa. So it used to be almost never you'd get scrometing. Now it's Put them in a room with high gloss paint, if you know what I'm saying. Daily, they get scrometing cases because the THC is so potent. Wow. So that's the other thing that gets lost in the conversation all the time from your hippies is that it ain't the same thing. All right. It ain't your father's pot. It ain't your uh, summer of love grandfather's pot. It's a different thing. Scromit sounds like a beloved childhood game where you roll a die, then move six spaces, and then make the other guy go backwards. Oh, it's not. It's completely different than that. (laughs) So different. Wow. Scrometing. (laughs) Daily scrometing. It seems sick enough. You end up like Bo Jackson with six month long hiccups. (laughs) Seems like something to be avoided. Uh, Should CNN have platformed Trump last night? Oh, my God. AOC says it's awful. They should have their license revoked or something. Um, The Trump Town Hall. Talk a little bit about that coming up. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I have no idea who the hell. She's a whack job. You, you did not. So that's the president referring to the woman who just won a $5 million judgment against him. She's a whack job in the crowd laughing and cheering because CNN, for whatever reason, decided to stack the crowd with people who like him. I don't like crowds at all because I just think it colors everything. It would have been a completely different event if you'd had a whole bunch of never Trumpers there, which also would have been bad. Um, oh, yeah, that would have been a zoo. Yeah, it would have been horrible. I just, I, I don't know. It's a dumb way to do politics. Anywho, CNN coming under uh, quite a bit of attacking from other media outlets and the pundits. Uh, AOC came out strong. Why did CNN platform this man? Blah, blah, blah. You know, oh, like, I love that term. It's like <laughs> giving Hitler his own cable news show. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, sure it is. Um. Joy Reid saying uh, CNN's trying to be Fox Light, all these different sorts of things. I want to talk about that aspect of it in just a second. But here's a pretty good clip that will give you a flavor of what the whole thing was like. If elected president again, what is the first thing you would do to help bring down the cost to make things more affordable? Drill, baby, drill. We were energy independent. We were soon going to be energy dominant. And nobody had ever done what I did. We got oil down to $1.87. Actually, it fell lower than that in some cases. We had to save the oil companies that the price was getting. So we were doing incredibly. We had the greatest economy in the history of our country, probably the greatest economy in the history of the world. We were energy independent, soon to be energy dominant. We were going to be bigger than Russia and Saudi Arabia put together times two. We have more liquid gold under our feet than any other nation, any other nation. And these stupid fools ended it. And energy went from $1.87 and even lower for gasoline, for a car, 
They went from $1.87 to $5, $6, $7, $8, and even $9. And your electricity bills went through the roof, your heating bills went through the roof. And that's what started inflation. And it hasn't stopped because people are paying now for bacon and for eggs and for the two and three times what it was just a little while ago. We created the greatest economy in history. A big part of that economy was I get, got you the biggest tax cuts in the history of our country, bigger than the Reagan cuts. So Trump goes across America with that screed, and you know his screed on immigration. That's absolutely a, like, 65-35 issue, don't you think, nationwide? If not more. Oh, yeah. On the issues, absolutely. It's a little complicated when Trump's the spokesman among, you know, independents. But, yeah, in in terms of policy, yeah, that stuff about energy, he killed it to me. So on the topic of whether or not he should be allowed on television, which I can't believe is even a conversation, really. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Um He's the by far the leading candidate from one of the two major parties, and he currently is beating the sitting president. Is there a situation where you wouldn't allow a candidate in that situation on the air? I suppose if you're so wildly biased like MSNBC, yeah. But if no, CNN's could, trying to become like a solid news network, of course you'd you'd do a town hall with him. I'm going to, to use an extreme example, and I am 100. percent You got to put Trump on the air. I think every channel newspaper should interview him, have him on the air. He's what more than half the country wants right now, according to the polls. How do you ignore that? It makes no sense. But if you had somebody who was like a flat out. I don't know. He's a Nazi, and he's any any or she. I'll go with she. She's running on, you know, exterminating the Jews or something. You know, something just awful. Mm-hmm. But is polling over fifty percent? You bring him on. You ask him hard questions, which is what Caitlin Collins attempted last night. I think. Yeah, I still think. I still think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, you, you try to, as a brave journalist, you try to unmask them and, and expose them for what they are, and I suppose hope the country goes along with it. I, I get everything except why CNN stacked it with Republicans and Trump fans. I'm not sure what they were going for there. No, that that I don't get, but you got to have him on. Everybody should have him on. He's There are two people that are going to, two people at least right now, that are going to be president of the United States, one of the two, Trump Biden or Trump. Trump and Gavin Newsom. <laughs> And one of them is Trump. And how you can't not cover that guy. That's nuts. We do four hours. If you miss an hour, grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.